0: This is the Boost NFT podcast. Let's get into it.
1: Hey guys, what's going on? So today uh, I'm talking with uh, Bob Punk Six in Twitter or Bob. How you doing, Bob?
0: Good. how you doing, Armand?
1: On Twitter, if you guys want to follow me, I don't. I don't use it too much, but I will start using it. Be, you know, because of this NFT and crypto craze. So Bob, you let's just. I mean, I'm a total newbie, and this is okay. why I think it's interesting for all of you guys. Bob has been in the industry, in the industry. Like this sounds like something, but but he's been, you know, I think for years, right, Bob? When, when did years, you start? Yeah, this?
0: it depends on whether you're talking crypto or NFT space. But I've been involved in it, in and out of it, for a long time. So I'm not one of those whales by any stretch. But when I got into it, I I toy around with things all the time, and. I tried mining Bitcoin with an old laptop back in the mid to, you know, 2015 or 16, whenever it was. Wow. Ran it for like a week using CG miner. It's the only hard drive I cannot locate. And I oh think I God. only had like 10 bucks at the end of it. I think that was the number. And I just went, What am I doing this for? This thing is screaming, it's heating up my basement. And so I got rid of it. So I think I had 10 bucks worth of Bitcoin back in 2015, but I don't know. I can't confirm it. I have a stack of hard drives on my desk that I've tried looking through. It's probably Damn. the only hard drive I've ever reformatted and thrown out. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But I bought my first Bitcoin at $377. $377. I bought oh, man, one, one Bitcoin. Of course, I sold it at $10,500 thinking I killed it. But of course, times have changed.
1: i I think the point of this conversation is for people to learn but i just want to preface this also with one of the funny stories that you told me recently off of record which was the ethereum domain thing that happened
0: oh that's a great story and that's one of the things that makes everyone want to jump into crypto there are things called airdrops this wasn't quite an airdrop but close to it a company i i I started seeing dot ETH domain names popping up in profiles of people that I know and in Twitter profiles and in their OpenSea accounts. And finally one day looked into it and it's essentially an ETH domain is a way to connect it, connect directly to your wallet. So instead of having to paste in this long alphanumeric string and potentially hit the backspace button and send ETH to the wrong address. Yeah. Um, It simplifies that and it ties a domain name to your wallet address. So I registered the domain for a few reasons. Number one, to make it easy. So I didn't accidentally do that cut and paste error, which many people have done. And that ETH just goes away forever. You cannot get it back. Also vanity. I wanted that B-O-B-L-A-W name, which I've had as an email address for since 1994. I'm a little old. So I registered domain, partly because my name was available It's a little bit of vanity and just thought that's cool and I don't have to worry about accidentally pasting and then hitting delete accidentally and killing one character and then sending ETH that never comes back. So anyway, so the company, that the ENS, Ethereum name service, they decentralized. Essentially, it's almost like an IPO where you're giving a piece of the company to the shareholders. And in this case, there are about mm-hmm. 136, 137,000, account holders, people who believed enough to register their domain there, pay the gas Mm -hmm. fees to do it, maybe attached to a wallet address. Not everyone did. And when they decentralized, they had a formula that you would get credit or, or tokens, ENS tokens for different things. How long did you register the domain for? When did you register it? So I registered mine. It had been five weeks. I registered it for five years out. Wish I did 10. Um, Registered for five years out and tied it to mm-hmm. a wallet address. So because of that, I got two times the amount, two times the reward. So when they because decentralized, of,
1: because of the of what of tying the the wallet or what?
0: Yeah, they gave you a two x multiplier of the tokens you are rewarded if you tied wow. the address to a wallet. So okay. if you're a domainer, let's say, and you bought ten domains to resell, you didn't get as much benefit as someone who bought ten domains to. Tied to different wallets. So because of that, that day, I started seeing people tweet about it one day and I didn't think much of it. And then the next day I saw some big people tweet about it and then Coinbase wrote a blog post on it. And I thought, oh, okay, this is actually something interesting. So went, connected my wallet, did my token claim, and I had 200 ENS tokens with a value that day of about $11,000, just out of thin air. And it cost me about $150 to do the registration of the domain and tie it to a wallet in total. About $150 in, got me about $11,000 if I sold that day. I did not sell that day. I still hold and it's gotten up to over $20,000. But today I think the value is about $11,000. Are we
1: talking about, okay, so ENS, yeah. So so when they gave you, how much was the price per token when they gave you the reward? I
0: don't recall. I think mid-40s.
1: Okay, well, yeah, it's still at 46, just 100%. right. It's around right the same
0: it's around the same price that day, but if you look, it did get up over 80, I think. So the value of what I had was was above 20,000 on a couple of occasions, I think. Wow. Yeah. So if you look at a three month here, it did get up to a high of about 83-ish.
1: Talk about our ROI, you know, that's basically just wanted to preferring with that. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now it's. A well, that was
0: accidental too. I mean, that was not people that went into it, didn't do it with intent. And a lot of people were saying, Oh, you should have let us know. But that was the whole point. They wanted to reward people who believed in the service before they thought they had something to gain. So the whole point of that token drop was that, you had nothing to gain, yet you still believed in us and used our service and paid us for that service.
1: Question, and then question for you because this is very interesting. So the, you said they decided to, they decided to kind of like
0: decentralize,
1: decentralize, right? That's the word. So, so mm-hmm. tell us more about if you know. Tell us more about that. That's very interesting. So they probably were a regular company with a regular website, blah blah blah. What happened during that process?
0: So they became a DAO. Uh, DAO is D-A-O, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. And DAOs are really, really, really interesting and have become interesting financing vehicles. There are companies that rather than go the traditional route of raising VC funds, they are now creating DAOs and raising money by selling their token. Because when you create a DAO, you're essentially creating your own token as well. So we could make the Armand DAO mm-hmm. with the token called you know, Armon, And okay. you could then have people invest in the Armand DAO. And by, by investing and buying that token, it adds liquidity to the DAO. And then there's a voting structure that you put in place with your DAO. So every token holder holds a vote as well. So with ENS, I'm at this point a member of the ENS DAO, the Ethereum name service DAO. So I have voting rights, and I can also elect a proxy to vote on my behalf, which I've done. But you can create a DAO just to raise funds. There are some massive DAOs that were created initially just to invest in NFTs as a group. And Mm -hmm. those have just become absolute behemoths, some of them, like Flamingo DAO and Pleasure DAO. And the Nouns DAO is a very interesting one. They release one NFT a day. Called nouns, and it's one noun, it's one word, and is a little character. But what it truly is, because these things go for about a hundred Ethereum each one, and you wonder why this little eight-bit wow. character goes for a hundred. It's because that's a ticket to join the nouns DAO. So you're buying in, but at the same time you're increasing the value by your investment because that money goes straight into the DAO.
1: Okay, so it's that's, a that's really really cool. interesting structure. Let's um, let's unpack that. Okay, so again, I buy. One of the word, and we gotta make it simpler for me, and then mm-hmm. both for the listeners too. Okay, so you buy, I just Google Flamingo Dow or Nouns Dow, whichever it doesn't matter.
0: Nouns Dow is a good one to look at.
1: So and okay, so I I want to be part of the Dow because what's the advantages of being part of the Dow?
0: Because you're part of this big pool that's going to invest in assets that you believe will go up in value. Because you're a bunch of smart people that are members of the Dow. So you're going to invest in things that are going to go up in value. That's your belief. So let's say,
1: okay, so let's say one of them, okay, well, I, I, let's actually use prices, like how much is like this noun that we're taking, how much is this noun?
0: It's currently bidding, let's just look at, I'm going to pull up on my screen, so here's the nouns, Dow, and you can see the cheapest one, if you wanted to buy in today, is at 83 Ethereum. If you wanted okay, to buy cool. a current one that's up for sale right now, It'd be 83 ethereum and then again that's your ticket into the dow
1: okay so okay let's say i bought that 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 and if how like am i getting like distributions per se from what they buy what's... yeah
0: it depends on the dow it, it, you're you're i don't know how they're structured and what their distributions are but what's interesting with the dow because it's decentralized you can actually forget the terminology put something up for a vote essentially you can create a proposal any member of the DAO mm-hmm. can. That's the nature of the DAO. So you can create a proposal that says we should distribute a thousand ENS to every member, or, or let's say one or, or one Ethereum to every member, because mm-hmm. the treasury in the Nouns DAO right now they have fourteen thousand four hundred seventy-eight Ethereum in their treasury right now. Wow. So you could make a four- proposal. Go on. Wow.
1: No, no, well, no. Because 14, every time one of these is sold. Is crazy. That,
0: that, yeah, every time one of the is sold, minted, the initial minting, that money goes right into the treasury. So there have been 83 nouns, 83 days. And so that money's going straight to the treasury. And so let's say you put a uh, proposal up and it got voted on. And they said, yes, everyone gets a one Ethereum distribution. That happens. It's decentralized. There's no one that gets to say, uh uh-uh. uh, there's no one with veto power like a CEO of a company. That's what's really, really interesting. It's this distributed model.
1: Well, to playing devil's advocate, if you are kind of the founder, I guess you have kind of most of the voting points or...
0: Depends uh, completely on the structure. That's not how they structured nouns. I believe it was pretty... like, Like most of the DAOs I've seen that are structured well, don't allow anyone holder to hold over a certain amount of voting oh, power. Okay. So even if you wanted to you wouldn't be allowed to based on the contract itself and it's not a person verifying this, it's the contract on the blockchain that's verifying, you know, max count 10. So you can have a max of 10. It it, it can really be structured in any way you want it when you create it. Mm-hmm. So some of okay. course if you're just doing a money grab like an ICO used to be, you're of course going to give yourself all this power um and control over yeah. the treasury, but in a in a true Decentral, decentralized organization. That's usually not the goal.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I'm just going this route because I think it's interesting. I think, but you know, I mean, still, if you can only own like 10 percent per person, I mean, who, 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 who can verify that it's not you and your five best buddies that are really controlling everything? When no, you know, probably
0: no one on that. Yeah, I agree. You could you could form of course form a group and that ha- that happens and things do centralize at a point. So I'm sure absolutely that could happen because the contract can't protect against everything. So I could just create 10 different wallets and and buy, you know, buy into it with 10 different wallets and then control a larger portion. Yeah. So I'm sure I don't know if there's ways to protect against that, but I'm sure you could get clever and figure some things out, but yeah. Well, that's
1: interesting. That's interesting. So so going back to the Ethereum uh, name service doing that is first of all is ethereum name service part of like the official ethereum like company per se or no
0: no no i mean there's there's not really an eth- official ethereum company there is an ethereum governing body you know with mm-hmm. vitalik buterin as the founder and i don't know how much how much involvement he has in it at this point i think a lot but these these are things that run on their own you know, he doesn't have to. But for continued development, and obviously, there's a lot happening with Ethereum and staking and ETH2 and proof of work going to proof of stake so that the energy usage isn't off the charts like it is. So there's a lot happening. And so you have to have a pretty strong organization and a strong development team with something like Ethereum to pull these things off because it can't go down. It's It's like the VCMS card network now. It's not allowed to go down. Mm -hmm. So they've done when they go to proof of proof of stake, that's going to be a huge, huge, huge milestone. But even when they have like they I think their last major thing was just about a month ago, I think it was like EIP 1559 or something. Mm -hmm. So they make changes that are very major, like code base changes. And, you know, they they have pulled a few off pretty smoothly, but there are different. You can look up all the Ethereum changes. Just look up the EIP changes.
1: Okay, the A B changes. Okay, this is helpful. So I want to go. It's so funny.
0: I just I like to say to people like, there's so much. The first time you get into this stuff, ninety five percent of it will go over your head, and you'll just be yeah. swimming in numbers and names and sites and. But the thing is, the more you listen to it, the light bulbs will start going off in the future because of something you heard today. So mm-hmm. a lot of it won't make sense, and I tell people this all the time. But it's. Every bit you consume is going to help light bulbs go off in the future and make you say, that's what he meant by that, or that's what that does. So these things, even though they're way over the top, in many cases, it's really valuable to try and consume a little bit so you have understanding as it moves forward. And when you have that, you then have the ability to act faster on something that actually matters.
1: Okay. Uh, th- no, thank you well, this is This is very insightful like you know for all the people that like it's, it's so true like you know i think still for me 90 of it, go, it goes over my head but i want to shift the conversation to a little bit of again this is for beginners i'm a beginner i'm not afraid uh, to confess you know but so i want to get into the game okay what are the steps i need to follow of course mo- and taking into account most of the people Will would already maybe bought some Ethereum or whatever, some coins. They have a, you know, a, a wallet with Coinbase or whatever it is. They want to get into the NFT game or they want to get more into the everything else that's happening that's trending now. What are the next steps for these people?
0: Yeah, the most basic is if you, you need an account with the ability to buy crypto and something that is not a Robinhood account. So Armand, you're overseas in the US, we can't use Binance. So most people use Coinbase, a smaller Mm -hmm. portion use Gemini and one's not necessarily better than the other. Gemini does pay interest at this point. Coinbase does, but not in all states. So you would open, let's say a Coinbase account. You can link it to, I think they even take PayPal now. You can just link it to your bank account, uh, PayPal account, fund it with US dollars, buy Ethereum with that. And then you have money technically in a wallet with Coinbase, but it's not a wallet you can use to buy NFTs. That's okay. changing probably this month, in the next two to three weeks, their NFT market should be open, but it's not there yet. So at that point, you need a wallet. Most people use MetaMask. It's a browser mm-hmm. plugin. It's, a, it's an app, it's many things. So when you create a MetaMask wallet, you create your wallet, it's going to give you a 15 or 21. I forget the word, number of words in the phrase. That is the key to your wallet. Don't ever lose that. Don't ever share that. I hear stories every single day of people saying I got hacked. They took everything from my wallet. And I always ask, did they hack you without your 15 word phrase? And they said, well, no, they made me give that to them. And so anyway, so that's wow. the key thing is never give someone that phrase. They might say they need it to give you money. You know, scammers are clever. So so you create your wallet, and once you create your MetaMask wallet, you'll have a a wallet address, an Ethereum wallet address on the Ethereum blockchain. And with that, Mm -hmm. you can then take Ethereum from Coinbase, send it to your MetaMask wallet address, and in about 2 to 10 minutes, that money or that Ethereum shows up there. And then with that, you can go to a marketplace like OpenSea and actually buy an NFT on OpenSea.
1: Makes sense. Well, that's, that's super helpful. I, I, you know, matter of fact, thanks to Bob, I did that like yesterday and it was like, not that hard, like, but you know, you gotta be careful. I want to go in deep a little bit on the... okay
0: yeah, Let's just say one thing here, especially because most people yes. are surprised at this. If you send money to the wrong wallet address, you will never get it back. It's done, gone. Yeah. So be careful. If you're sending anything significant, if you're sending a small amount, not so big a deal, but smalls small is relative, of course, to the person and what they have. But Let's say you're sending a a large amount. I'll often, if I'm concerned, if I'm using a new network or something like Avalanche or one of these other chains, I will do a test transaction and send, you know, 20, 30, 50 bucks just to make sure Mm
1: -hmm. it works right. I
0: got the address right. So just doing that smaller transaction can save you some headaches in the future. And again, I've absolutely heard stories of sending people sending, I've heard stories upwards of $20 million sent to the wrong wallet address. Because wow. you cut and paste these numbers, and you assume you cut and pasted perfectly, but we're not perfect. It so, happens.
1: Like and 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 uh, like, I think one of my fears is if you cut and paste with a space, would that be a problem or or no?
0: Usually not. Usually the space gets trimmed, so usually not. It's my concern has always been again you hit the wrong keystroke, like a little back hits your backspace that that's always been my concern so just oh. you have to be really really careful with that and again that's part of the reason I, I registered that, e, that eth domain so there I didn't you have know. to worry about that because those don't work everywhere but they work in most major places coinbase recognizes it metamask recognizes it
1: mm-hmm. um, and, and for the well for the private key you know for example when I was creating the the, the metamask wallet he told me have one like have the first part of the private key which are words i have the first part in one place and then have the second part in one place but what are some of like like and th- that was okay that was that's okay and okay tip. but you know since you have been in the game for for a long for a long time what are some you know other like i'm sure you have you know ways to kind of like Shield it better, like your private
0: key. People have all different ways, and none of them are perfect. I know. I mean, a guy in our office lost a hundred thousand dollars with a with a hardware wallet. A hardware wallet, you have that extra layer of protection. But again, he gave up his mnemonic phrase. He gave up the fifteen or twenty-one word or whatever the number of words it was. I'd Ooh-hoo. rather not say. No one you know, someone in the office, one of the sales reps. That's um, crazy. That's yeah, crazy. no one you know, but he went all in on Bitcoin. Four years ago, I think, and literally lost six figures by mistakenly giving up his phrase. So okay. devastated, he still. It took him. I knew him for about a month before he could even tell me the story, and you could tell he breaks up a little as he tells the story. It's that crazy. Shit, like,
1: yeah. It. Oh my god. So
0: people, it happens all the time because there's so much. There are times you have to rush to get. Like Let's say you wanted to mint something that's hot. You got to rush to get it kind of thing. And you make mistakes when you do that. You get sloppy. I've done it. Absolutely. Sent 800 bucks to the wrong person. Back when I was trying to buy a really hard to buy miner, I think I lost $2,400. Someone mimicked a website 100%. It was perfect. And literally like an hour passed and I reached out to the company and said, hey, I haven't got my tracking number yet, or my confirmation number yet. And they just said, we don't see an order from you. Anyway, so it happens. But again, when you're in the rush, wow. it really happens. So that's, that was horrible. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, it was, it was crypto and it was just pure profit. So I didn't feel so bad. Yeah, so you have to be really, really careful with that. You have to know you're sending a transaction to the right place. Just know people always mimic others. There's a, a lot of fraud in areas like this. Because they know they can fool someone, especially if they're new.
1: Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Basically, unless they don't like, just to simplify it, unless the domain is MetaMask, don't, you know, or whatever that is, don't freaking put your private. Well, not
0: chain. even MetaMask. MetaMask is really just interacting with the blockchain. When they create a wallet address, that wallet address isn't necessarily at MetaMask, it's on the blockchain. And MetaMask is just reading it. No, I could go look okay, it up. I don't okay. need MetaMask to go look up your
1: wallet. Well, 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 Bob, what if I get because I had to set up a password for MetaMask, right? What if someone gets my MetaMask account? Your phrase, uh, they get your, your
0: your words.
1: No, 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 yeah. no. To my to my MetaMask like account. Like I had to create like an email and pa- a regular password account. Okay. I don't know if they get access to that, they would also get access to my, you know, my address and private key. Do you know?
0: I don't believe they do. The only place your private key resides is with you at the time or, or in your wallet in an encrypted way. I don't think it's like in your MetaMask account necessarily. I've never heard of it being like something exposed like that.
1: Makes sense. Well, I mean, today we talked about how people can get in into it. You know, one You know, for example, I know you have, for example, the Brave browser. Well, you know, that's that's a very small thing, but, you know, that can get you making some small amount of crypto. You know, what are some things like that, that what are some things like that, that, you know, people can start doing to slowly, you know, make some crypto without necessarily having to invest?
0: Yeah. The, uh, the Brave browser is one. You're right. Over the course of a few months, I've gotten 26 BAT tokens. This is my Gemini account. I don't care that you see it. I have... It's funny. Gemini is interesting because Gemini is... I, I get so deep on each of these things, but Gemini was formed by the Winklevoss twins. They're the ones in the Facebook movie that...
1: Oh Mark my Zuckerberg God, really? Skin.
0: Yeah. I they own Gemini. They own Nifty Gateway. The Winklevoss twins are... Huge in crypto. Their one wallet, like, like wallets are known and they have one wallet with multi-billions in it right now.
1: Billions what? of dollars, right? Not Bitcoin. Yeah,
0: I, you can look it up, but you can, there are people that, that track let their wallet. And I remember like the first time they ever made a transaction out of the wallet, it became a thing. But, but anyway, Gemini is kind of neat because you can, or excuse me, the Brave browser is kind of neat and you can link it to a Gemini account. And Gemini will show anything you hold, in your wallet except for what you have earning interest because they have products that earn interest so i have some file coins some bitcoin some ethereum there but then just recently i bought i wanted to buy some sandbox you've heard of all these metaverses yeah the sandbox is one of the metaverses so i bought a little bit of that i have a little matic from a different transaction left over here because you can't buy sandbox at coinbase so, I opened a Gemini account just to buy Sandbox and to earn some money. I have some Filecoin and they pay, I think it's seven and a half or eight percent on Filecoin assets. So, I'm earning interest, which mm-hmm. seven, eight percent on money or, or a token I was just going to let sit there anyway is just, you know, just found money. So, you can earn a little with your Brave browser. Brave is like it's the Chrome code base. And so, it functions almost exactly like Chrome, except it has all these ad blockers and not just ad blockers, but like script blockers. So if you were to go to let's say Yahoo News, let's go to Yahoo Finance, you can look and see how much Brave is blocking. Which you see all these scripts that Brave has blocked, just loading this single page.
1: Yeah, unless you pay Brave, basically. Unless Yahoo decides to overnight pay Brave and, and you would get paid a part, right? I think of, of, of um or watching. I don't, the they, ad. I don't know. I
0: think I I, I think you actually make your that those bat tokens, those basic attention tokens based upon your use and you allow it, I allow it to send me a few ads every hour. So I get a little windows alert ad, that pops. Mm-hmm. but you can okay. just see how much it blocks. And it, again, it functions just like Chrome. And when you install it, it actually pulls over all your Chrome extensions and they work. It's really an impressive browser. And you can, again, you're not going to earn a munch, but three or $4 a month feels really good. And let's say the bat token goes from, I don't know, it's at a buck 30 or something now maybe let's say that goes from that up to five dollars and suddenly you're you know you found some money that you didn't expect
1: yeah so so that's one thing i mean you're still gonna browse so might as well earn some absolutely any any other things like that maybe that come to mind
0: really i mean the airdrop thing the thing that happened with the ethereum name service was not unique it's happened maybe five six other times that were high profile one of them is Uniswap. Uniswap is a service. People will go to swap one token to another. So there, when you get deep into crypto, sometimes you have to get tokens from one chain to another, one protocol to another. It's really, you can get deep into it. So Uniswap mm-hmm. decentralized or, or not decentralized, but the token drop at one point. And if you had used the service, let's say you moved $1 of Ethereum into $1 of the Uniswap token or any token, didn't matter. You got mm-hmm. 400 Uniswap tokens. I cannot, in it It was up through like September of 2020. You had to have done it. Um, I I was shocked I didn't. I had used the Jacks wallet for like five years and not mm-hmm. made a mask where I would have used Uniswap. And so they gave 400 tokens. And I think that's, those are trading at, I don't know, 20 bucks each right now. So about $8,000 just for using the service, just to swap a dollar. Mm. So there are other companies. There's one called Didex, D-Y-D-E-X that, uh, decentralized, similar to ENS. I think that mm-hmm. was because of the government in China that they decentralized instead of you know, being under the scrutiny scrutiny of the government. And mm-hmm. I've read stories of people that got $50,000, $60,000 when they decentralized. So in any event, I, there are companies out there, places out there where they put out lists of who's likely to decentralize next. And mm-hmm. so I would encourage anyone to find those lists of what what companies are likely to decentralize next. There is a group of volunteers that have a spreadsheet of these services that are rumored to be decentralizing. And oh. yeah, let me pull that up right now.
1: And then, And then for people listening, you probably will have to go to the podcast, to the podcast, you know, just details page. And we'll have like a link to the website. And, you know, that way you can take advantage of it. In case, right. in case you're not watching the video.
0: Yeah. So there, there's a, a spreadsheet that's public that's open called All Rumors Airdrops. And what I would encourage people to do is maybe just make sure you have an account there. If you can do a transaction there, do it. But you can see <laughs> these these places that have had airdrops. There's, there's a couple. I own something called an Ether card. It's just an NFT. But there are these benefits that come with Ether cards. So I've gotten like 1200 dust tokens they're not worth much worth a few hundred dollars but let's say that token goes up in value over time that's a pretty good thing that i just got because i owned a certain and I've, I've, there are other rewards from that same ether card and uh, ether cards are fairly not reasonable but i want to say there may be a thousand dollars u.s dollars right now but there's also there's a I can't recall the organization but there will be another airdrop because i own an ether card of another organization that's Doing turning themselves into a DAO as a way to raise funds. So yeah. as an Ether card holder, I'll get those as an airdrop. So in any event, I, I would encourage people to use these services so that you're on that list. Because if you had to use Uniswap prior to September 2020, you're sitting on 400 Uniswap tokens for free.
1: Which is It was a minimum two. of
0: 400. If you used it a lot, you would have gotten a lot more. MetaMask has been rumored to be something that might be decentralized in the future. OpenSea was on the list. OpenSea opted to go the IPO route. They announced an oh, IPO. Wow. This, yeah, they announced an IPO this past week. People were pretty upset <laughs> because everyone wanted an airdrop, especially people with a lot of activity. And because they're venture capital backed, of course, it's in the best interest of the venture capitalists to go public rather than decentralized or do a token drop. Mm-hmm. But the, so this is
1: pretty cool. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: The CEO of the company, I would encourage anybody, whether you use it or not, get a MetaMask wallet, register your account, do whatever you need to. You don't have to even send money there. But let's say they decentralized and you hadn't done that, you'd be kicking yourself. Let's say they gave away tokens to anyone who had a MetaMask account. You'd be kicking yourself if you if you didn't do that, very, that one thing. And their CEO or the, uh, I believe their owned. I can't remember the name of the parent company, but the CEO has said something on CNBC one day that they will be decentralizing one of their products. They own more than MetaMask. So who knows? Oh, if it'll be okay, so
1: we should be using all of their products, basically. Is that what you're saying? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't even... I, I actually you know, I, I didn't even look into... I've been using MetaMask for a while, and I thought, oh, I'm good. But let's say... Let me find the tweet here. Because he did... He, it was a CNBC story, I think, actually.
1: Yeah, and, and you guys can probably tell by the way I speak. But for example, like who's, you know, like who, you know, like for example, if I wanted publicity, I would make a rumor, right? So like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to decentralize, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe you decentralize, decentralized, but you're decentralizing in a year. And all of a sudden you have, you know, a surge of, you know, 10,000 new customers right. users because oh, absolutely the ethereum know. name
0: service did more business in one day than they had done in their lifetime after they the decentralization came out maybe it was two days but they did yeah, more that. business in that short period of time than they had ever done because that so you're right it's an absolute vehicle for promotion so, And what's so, interesting so we is don't it,
1: know uh but we don't know we don't know if if that spreadsheet is actually, you know, like who runs that spreadsheet? We don't know, but right? Like, they're, they're no, we do. Guarantee. They're
0: listed up here. They volunteer, they take suggestions. It's an open group.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. you
0: can actually these, see these wallet addresses. They they would love it if you dropped them some free money <laughs> just, yeah. just for the work if that you, they do.
1: Yeah. If you drop, you know, like, you know, like if you drop like 10 Ethereum or 100 Ethereum and, you, you know, you, make them put you know your exchange at the top of the list you know that maybe that helps no their well
0: their point is it's a it's a they're volunteering their time and so if you want to give them a little tip it's a little tip jar it's not necessarily okay. to get yourself listed up there um <laughs> at least that's what yeah, their yeah. claim is who knows who knows but i you know
1: yeah them so, so Bob, I wanna start wrapping up any any last thoughts, and then I wanna go and ask you what is your what is the you know like featured crypto Twitter account of the of of this episode. So we're gonna feature one person that you think is is interesting, unique, blah blah blah, and and it's better. I, I, you're showing me someone already, but it's better yeah. if it's kind of you know less mainstream. For example, this investor is is is, is I think. Very mainstream, right?
0: Well, what's uh, funny you know, is very mainstream is relative because if you were to talk to a Hollywood person and say these guys are huge, they have a huge following, they would say how many? Twenty million? Thirty million? You say no, one hundred fifty thousand, and they'd say, oh, that's nothing. Well,
1: but but they but they owe more money than you.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but in in crypto Twitter terms, that is huge. What's also funny is is 150,000 is a huge following they call it CT or crypto twitter. I actually created this separate Twitter account just so I wouldn't taint my my normal account and news feed that I like to read. I didn't want mm-hmm. it to be all crypto all the time. But so 150,000 followers in crypto twitter is a, a big 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 following. So mm-hmm. let's say that changes and goes away cuz a million Twitter followers used to be a big following. And now you have, what do the Kardashians have? 80 million, 100 million? I don't even know. So, you know, back, back when uh, Ashton Kutcher was the first one to a million, it was a big deal. I just have to know 70 million. Kim Kardashian, 70 million followers on Twitter. Yet IMDC Investor has more influence in his 150,000 followers than, than you could ever believe. So are there going to be those people in crypto Twitter that suddenly have 30, 40, 50 million followers once this is mainstream? and if they are what does that do to the nft and crypto world yeah it's really something to think yeah. i would encourage anybody at any level to follow i am dc investor on twitter he goes mm-hmm. by dc investor but the handle is i am dc and he's just got such amazing insight he's got the, one of the most amazing nft portfolios of anyone out there he owns Autoglyphs, ringers cryptopunks i mean you name it x copy just owns so much stuff early stuff there um, you go yeah. He got in, he got in at the right time. He was, you know, a business consultant and just saw this coming and just started buying stuff. He liked.
1: And really do got you actually deep. know, like, can you see like, like, like do you know the actual person behind it or no?
0: Uh, yeah. His name is Aftab Hussein. He's, yeah, he's, he's well-known. He's, he goes on podcasts, you know, not often, but he goes on podcasts. Oh, like, nice. Usually when he goes on a podcast, like you can see this is, he was on this layer zero podcast, November 11th. He usually pinned the podcast he was on for a couple of weeks. So he's a great interview. He doesn't hide his name or anything. You definitely, you know, people know Aftab is his name. Really, really go. bright okay. guy. And he covers every level. Like there'll be some stuff, most stuff will go over your head again, but you read these things and try and learn these things because the light bulbs go off easier in the future and you'll be prepared to make a decision because of those light bulbs that suddenly started going off when you start getting it.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, uh, Bob, thank you so much for, you know, your, your, you know, sharing your amazing knowledge with us. I love this episode. It's kind of, can, it can be kind of the, the, the baseline for everyone to get started. We can reference it back and then, you know, catch us on the next episode that we do we're going to talk about new more exciting stuff happening in the crypto nft world and we'll go from there
0: yeah we'll even go mainstream with uh top shot and DraftKings and the nfl's upcoming top shot partnership there's nice. a lot of topics we can cover but i do like the idea of doing the you know name one twitter account so we should do that each episode and and really try and get people to be able to follow the right people to, to learn a lot more about different areas. We haven't even talked about DeFi. There you
1: go. There you go. There you go. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Subscribe, follow, all the good stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.